Selling is neutral. And if you don't feel that way, you need to listen to this episode. It's going to make a huge difference to how much you are selling in your business. Welcome to the Soulful Sales Show, where we talk about believing in the value of your offers, getting them in front of your right people, and selling more of what you do in your unique way. Hi, it's Ruth Poundwhite here, and welcome back to episode two of the Soulful Sales Podcast. So today's episode is about a really important sales mindset that I have and that I invite all of my clients to dig into and see how it feels to you. And that is the idea that selling is neutral. So I think I shared a little bit about my story in the first podcast episode, but let me add a little bit more detail to this. So in case you didn't know, I started my first online business as a copywriter at the age of 21. Couldn't find a job when I finished university. It was 2008, it was recession, and I found freelance writing by accident. So I ended up writing, getting paid for it the same day and realizing, you know what, maybe I'll just do this as a job. But it was all totally accidental and I had absolutely no idea about the world of online business, absolutely no skills when it came to selling my work, pricing my work, marketing my work, all of that stuff. And at this time in my life, you know, like I said, I was 21, I was really young. I didn't even know back then that I was an introvert because I didn't even know what an introvert was, but I did know that I had feelings about things, right? And because I really just fell into this, and I think that, you know, there were plenty of people talking about online business back then, but it was definitely not the huge thing that it is nowadays, that when I found the people that were talking about it, I felt like I needed to be like them for it to work. I felt like I needed to be showing my face, be overly confident, be visible in all these certain ways, talk about my offers in certain ways, use certain marketing tactics and all of this stuff. Basically, the long and short of it is that I felt like I needed to be someone different in order to sell what it is I had to sell. And fast forward to now, I absolutely don't believe that anymore. And a large part of that is realizing and unpicking the beliefs I have around sales. And fundamentally at the core of everything is a belief that, well, not just a belief, a knowing that selling is actually neutral. We add meaning to it, we add stuff to it that can make it feel hard or it can make it feel a certain way. But selling as a concept is inherently neutral. And this is actually true of money as well. So like money is a a medium of like an energy that we can exchange. It has no value in and of itself. We collectively agree on a certain value and we exchange it for buying stuff or making transactions to get something out of it, right? So in and of itself, money doesn't mean anything, but what we buy with it might mean something and how we choose to use it might mean something. And obviously money does have meaning in society. Um, it's, It's been given, it's come to mean certain things like power in certain areas of society, but in and of itself, it is neutral and it is the same with selling. So before recording this episode, I thought I would look up the word sell in the Oxford Dictionary. 
And there were two definitions that came up. The first one is kind of like what I said about money. To sell is to give the thing in exchange for the money. Very, very neutral. It's just like an action. It's a transaction. Doesn't mean anything, good or bad. It's just giving something in exchange for money. It's useful. But the second definition of sell was to persuade someone of the merits of something. And I think maybe this is where things can get a little bit tricky. Persuade someone. I have to persuade someone that my thing is good. Oh my goodness, all of the feelings, right? And more than that, we have all had experience with very persuasive, potentially even pushy salespeople who are actually persuading us of something that really didn't end up being true. And that can leave a very sour taste in our mouths when it comes to how we feel about selling. So yeah, honestly, it is the perception we have of selling. It is what we think about it, is our, is our experiences of how other people may have sold or how selling felt to us that adds meaning to it. You could use an analogy like a hammer, right? A hammer can be really, like a hammer is a neutral tool. It can be used for good to build shelter, which um, can create safety in someone's life to build a house. It can also be used to absolutely tear down and wreck something, like destroying that house. Like it might take a long time to destroy a house with one hammer, but I'm sure that it is possible, right? And you see what I'm getting at. So it's really up to us to decide how we want to use selling as a tool. How do we want to infuse our values and our personality into the way that we sell? What do we decide it gets to mean? And I really want to say here that this podcast is called Soulful Sales. And I have a membership called Soulful Sales. I have a summit called Soulful Sales. It's a whole thing for me. But Soulful Sales doesn't actually mean one thing. And nothing actually about the way I do business is one size fits all because I know that we are all unique human beings. There is not one way of being a human and existing in this world. So therefore, there is not one way to sell in a soulful way. Soulful selling is very, very personal to you. And soulful selling to me, just to make this really, really clear, doesn't even mean ethical selling because Again, ethical selling can mean different things to different people. Although there are people out there um, telling us what it means to sell ethically, there is actually no one objective way to sell ethically. And we are all living in a complex system um, and economy and existing in the world as it is. But anyway, I just want to make it clear. Soulful selling does not necessarily mean ethical selling, although by all means, do your best and consider the ethics, which I obviously do myself as well. Um, It is very nuanced and it is very personal to who you are. Like I said, I had an idea of what it meant to sell. I thought that I had to do certain things. I thought that I had to be a certain way. I definitely had that kind of used car salesman (laughs) stereotype in my head as well. And what I realized over time, and and this really came about for me through a huge, long, winding, challenging process of trial and error. What I realized over time was that actually, not only do I get to sell my way, but showing up marketing and selling my way is the only way that is sustainable for me. Because it's really, really, what I found was trying to be different, faking it really didn't work anyway. It was exhausting. It really chipped away at me. So what I did over time was when people were telling me, 
I need to be visible. I need to be confident. I was like, well, I can't magically be confident and I'm terrified of being visible. What I found was I got to show up and sell by email with my words without showing my face. And actually it worked. I made the sales. I got the clients. I grew my business. I mean, obviously as a freelance writer, a lot of that in the early days was about referrals. So selling was pretty easy at a certain point. But when it came to scaling and growing the business and taking on a team and selling different kinds of content and stuff like that, I really did have to show up and be visible, but I got to do it in my, in my, a way that was good for me, my values and my personality. And what, how I feel about selling now, and like I said, it was a long and winding journey, lots of trial and error, but how I feel about selling now is that I kind of love it. Like I don't see it has anything different to anything else I'm doing in my business necessarily. But if you're not quite there yet, and if you don't quite have the the feeling that selling is neutral yet, then what I would love to invite for you to consider in this episode is that selling gets to be of service. And I'm sure that you've all heard this saying. I, I apologize because I have no idea who first said it, but selling is service, right? And what I mean by that is that when you have something that people need, you are being of service to the right people by actually sharing what it is that they can get from you. And the example I often use is that, you know, when we're out shopping and we want to find a new pair of jeans and it can be really frustrating trying to find the right pair of jeans that makes you look great, that they feel comfortable, that make your bum look great, um, all of this stuff, right? And when you find the pair and it feels good and it looks good, it is amazing. And I'm like, take my money, give me the jeans. This is how you get to see what it is that you do. People who need the thing that you offer are happy to pay you for that thing because what you offer is a ser- of service to them. Whether you offer a, a literal service or whether you offer a physical product, it is all offering them something. It's still being of service. And this is why I always say that actually sales content doesn't need to be that different to any other content that you create in your business. You are creating content and putting yourself out there Um, sharing words, sharing posts on social media to help people to share information. And selling is just another way to help people. It's just another way to share information. Like, here's my offer. Here's what it does. Here's how it can help people. Here are the little details you need to know about it. Make an informed decision about whether you want to buy it or not. That's absolutely fine. And yeah, this was a huge, huge thing that I was totally missing in the earlier days. In fact, I was so grateful for anyone to actually buy from me because I just didn't believe in the value of what it is is that I was doing. It it took me a while to get there and that's okay, but I wanna invite you to play with that. And then the question that I always ask when you're playing with a belief like that, because I'm I'm not pretending that you're gonna suddenly believe it. Like if you're really far down the like, selling is horrible, selling is icky, I don't want to do it, then you're not going to magically suddenly wake up tomorrow and be like, selling is serving and I feel totally fine about it. But what you get to play with is if I believed that selling is serving or if I was open to believing that selling was serving, what might I be saying about my offer now or what might I be doing differently today? So that's how you can play with this and it's okay if you're not there yet. It is a practice. And what else I want to just quickly say about this in terms of serving is that you actually do deserve to get well compensated for serving people. Because I know I have a lot of people in my audience who are potentially in like kind of, um, you know, self-development, helping people, maybe 
therapists, coaches, or, you know, people helping other people with really challenging things in their lives. And it can be really easy to think that, oh my goodness, like, how can I charge people for this? Like, how can I make loads of money from this thing that people really desperately need? And I know people need, but I want you to consider it like this. Like doctors are getting very, very well compensated for doing the life-changing surgery. We deserve to get well compensated for helping people. And the way that I see it is that we could not help people if we weren't well compensated because we all have bills to pay. We all have lives to live. And beyond like our basic needs of like shelter and food and safety and all of that, we also need to fill our cup and feel fulfilled and, you know, do things outside of our work that help us to feel like a whole human. And that actually makes us better at what we do. If I was not well compensated for my work, I could not afford to do my work. So if you have that kind of belief, um, just think about the doctors. Now, I know we're not probably doing life-changing surgery, but you are still doing something that changes lives. And I will talk more about that in a future episode if you need some convincing or to do some work on actually believing that. And just remember that when people are buying things from you, they are not just throwing their money at you and we're just running away with it. And, and taking it. We're not taking people's money. We are giving something in return. Sales is serving. Sales is an exchange of something. And just in case you really want to feel into that to kind of embed it more, you might be listening and thinking, yeah, Ruth, I get it, but I don't really believe it. I do have a freebie with a visualization that really helps you feel it in your body, which in my experience is a very, very helpful way to shift this stuff. Um, so you can get that freebie at ruthpoundwhite.com slash free slash selling. That's ruthpoundwhite.com slash free slash selling. I'll put the link in the show notes. So I hope that this episode has given you food for thought. Selling really is neutral. And if you see it as neutral, it changes the way you show up and it takes a lot of the effort out of showing up. And what I really would invite you to do at this point of the episode, if you've just been listening, if you've been intellectualizing all of this, now obviously go and do that visualization because it's really important to feel this stuff in your body, but you you don't even need the visualization for that. You, it, it can be as simple as just pausing this episode right now feeling into your body, just closing your eyes for a moment, maybe taking a breath and asking yourself, how does it feel when I think about selling more often or selling more obviously? And just take a breath and feel into your body. If I was told, if, if Ruth told me that I had to sell more often starting right now, how does that feel? If you feel anxious, if you feel tense, that's telling you something about a meaning you've made about selling. And I don't want you to judge yourself for that feeling. It's a really useful feeling because it, it's telling you something. So then your next job is to gather any information that that feeling is inviting you to see and asking yourself, what else could be true? If I saw selling as neutral, what might I be doing differently? Um, like I said, this is just really scratching the surface and there are exercises that I take my clients through and especially in the Soulful Sales Society membership. And there's a lot more that I'll talk about to help you dig in if this is a sticking point for you. But for now, just borrow this belief, selling is neutral and ask yourself what might be possible for you or what might be different if you tried it on for a bit. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Soulful Sales. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, sign up to my newsletter at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter, or my personal favorite, join me inside the low ticket membership at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash membership and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.